Stephen, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, it's a great day. It's a good time to do the podcast, and uh, we get to hear from Kim Weir, our women's director, yeah. here in just a minute. Today, we uh, have the joy of being able to to hear from her and what she's seen the Lord do in women's ministry, and it'll be a, a sweet time to hear from her. Yeah, Kim and Tony are a wonderful blessing to the congregation. Looking forward to hearing that. And also, uh, later on, we'll hear from Ben Dotson. He's going to be preaching this Sunday. I'll still be here. I get to be the the listener and the heckler I always wanted to be. Bring your tomatoes. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> no. ben, ben has done an incredible job uh, praying and preparing for this text. Yeah. Uh, I cannot wait to hear uh, about the Jesus' interaction with a Samaritan woman. Yeah, so but before we hear from them, uh, can you tell us a little bit about what you've been thinking about from last Sunday and share that with us? Yeah, so this was uh, the, you know, the second key moment, uh, or when I say third scene that we've seen with John the Baptist so far. And, uh, you know, John the Baptist is unique. He's unique than us. Uh, there's a famous clip, I think, of Matt Chandler or so saying, you're not David, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, out there. And we're not John the Baptist. It's a meme now. Yeah, that's it. It's everything. <laughs> so as we understand the story of Scripture, everything through the Gospel of John uh, and really all of Scripture gets us today to ask, do I believe? Who do I believe Jesus is and do I believe upon him? Is he my king? Is he the Messiah? Uh, is he the heavenly one? Is he... Uh, the God-man, is he worth my life? And the answer always is yes. This yeah. is where it leads. So in John the Baptist's ministry, we saw that first confession, uh, he must, uh, uh, that, that behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And then the second confession, he must increase, I must decrease. And the new, uh, what we have, the new life in Jesus, new perspective, new purpose, new life, all those things, the disciples of John the Baptist were discouraged. We talked about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. and, and that in Christ, though, we have a new perspective, a new purpose, a new life. Uh, but John the Baptist's disciples were, uh, were, were really discouraged that people were leaving. They were laboring so hard in their ministry, and they couldn't help but be discouraged, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, in two weeks, we're going to see in John chapter 4, verse 38, that Jesus has this incredible interaction with his disciples after what Ben's going to be speaking on with the initial interaction with the Samaritan woman. And in, in John chapter 4, verse 38, listen to this. Uh, Jesus tells them, I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored and you have entered into their labor. Hmm. And, and even though I think that's talking about Old Testament prophets, certainly it's talking about Jesus's own labor. But as the people are going to be coming out of the town to interact with Jesus, those from the same village, the same town as the Samaritan woman, uh, Jesus, I really believe, is, is remembering the labor of John the Baptist's disciples, uh, that they labored, they, they sowed, and now uh, here are Jesus' disciples, and they're going to be able to reap a harvest because of it. And man, what an encouragement. I hope that uh, all of this, as we walk through this book, little by little, that we see how everything fits together, uh, that there's so many that are going to come and believe upon Jesus. And we each do our part, but we're all called to be laborers. Uh, and wow, we get to participate in the work that the Lord has given us to do and the work that He has been sent to do as the, the beloved one of the Father sent in love for us, that we get to be a part of that laboring uh, and, uh, and fulfilling the work that the Lord has given. What a gift we get to have and to be a part of.
Well, I've got the tremendous joy of being able to sit down with Kim Weir uh, this morning. Kim, thank you for being here with us. So fun to get a chance just to talk about all things Grace Bible Church. Yes, Grace Bible Church is uh, not only where I get to work, it's where we get to invest our lives, where we get to be poured into and we get to pour ourselves out. Uh, it is a joy to be able to, to be a part of this church. So thanks again for being here with us today. Great. Let's talk. Well, Kim, you uh, you head up women's ministry yeah. here at Grace Bible Church and um, really have, my wife has personally benefited from your ministry. Um, if you could just kind of sum up maybe an overarching goal for women's ministry at Grace Bible Church, how would you say that? So I think the the joy for me is that I'm just building on what has been the goal of women's ministry at Grace, mm. certainly for the 35, that ages me, 35 years <laughs> <laughs> that I've been here. I no, I haven't reinvented the wheel at all. And the goal has just been to engage women in interacting personally with God, specifically through His Word, mm. but also just through His Spirit, that they might then be able to respond to Him, how He leads. And that sounds so simple, but when you live in a world full of distractions and responsibilities and you know a schedule that is just jam-packed, it's very easy to push that priority out and then to figure out, well, how do I follow God if I'm not even hearing from God? So it, it's a small thing that we do, but it's a really essential thing that we do is just to help women find a way to connect personally with God mm. that they might move forward with Him. Man, praise God. That's so cool that you know that that's been such a, a legacy here and it's Absolutely. continuing to build. Um, how have you seen the Lord working lately uh, in women through the ministry that, that you get to be a part of? So again, I think that's kind of a legacy question because I look back at how I've benefited when I came um, to Grace for the first time. And the pastor at the time basically said, you need to get in a women's Bible study. <laughs> it wasn't even an option. It's just, you got to do this. And, and the women who poured into me and how pivotal that has been in transforming and shaping my life. Uh, from that point on, there was a time before I got involved with women at Grace Bible Church. Yeah. And then there was a time after. It really is a linchpin of my life. I've seen that. I'm still seeing that in women's lives, particularly in in people who have never really interacted with God's Word or maybe who were just nominal churchgoers or who had no uh, Christian background at all, women who come in and just tentatively, you know, bravely show up for something that we're doing in connection with women, whether it's a fellowship event or whether it's a Bible study or maybe these FFE fellowship groups, they they do it, you know, tremulously, and then they see God respond. Mm -hmm. You know, God's word says, if you seek me, you will find me. Mm -hmm. And and he does. And just as he transformed my life when I decided to take that step fearfully, um, I'm seeing him transform the lives of women every single week week after week as they grow to know him and to love him and to feel loved by him. Man, that is so cool. Um, I love being able to kind of, if I mosey over there on a Wednesday morning or if I'm around on a Tuesday night, um, just to see how the Lord is working through Bible study and those many opportunities that um, that the Lord has orchestrated um, together for, for women in our church. It's a it's a true blessing um, to see the fruit of that, even just from mm -hmm. the outside. I don't get to I don't get to hang out with y'all, but I get to see the fruits of that, and that's um, well. And the cool God thing about the fruit of that is it doesn't stop because a woman comes, but wherever that woman is involved in life, she's now having an impact in transforming that realm. Yeah. So if if she's a single woman and she's working and it is impacting her uh, relationship, her view of herself, knowing that she's beloved, her her significance and her calling 
to walk in a way that's worthy of God, but also just to have a purposeful partnership with Him. That is overflowing in her workplace, mm. in her neighborhood, yeah. uh, in the things that she does extracurricular, whether it's softball or whatever. If <laughs> you know some of our women who are married or who are moms, you know the impact that God is having in transforming her heart isn't stopping with her. Yeah. It's changing families. And so that's really exciting to be part of. Well, you kind of shared just a second ago um, of how the, the legacy here has been impactful for, for you personally. Um, maybe just, could you share maybe as a, as a whole, a, a Grace Bible Church as a whole, how has, how has our church been a ministry to you or have you seen the Lord work in and through our church that's personally impacted you? So after we, when, when Tony and I first got married, um, one of the things that I said to him is that, look, I moved my whole life and I just want to find a place to belong. I want my kids to have a place where they have a hometown. And at the time, I didn't realize that really what I was craving for was a, a, a faith family to belong in because I'd never had that either. Um, we started going to Grace really while we were still in our last year of college and both just were so loved and welcomed in. And the legacy of Grace Bible Church has been the shaping of our family, the mm. shaping of our marriage, the shaping of our parenting. Um, we had the opportunity in the early years to move, to double Tony's salary and to follow a career path. And, and we sat down and talked about it. And the reason we didn't move was because of this faith family. Mm. I do have local family, but really it was, we didn't want to leave the people who have become so important to us and who are really changing our lives by loving us well mm. and giving us a chance to belong here. So it, there's not an area of our lives, whether it's you know our ministry lives as we've done things at Grace and outside of Grace, whether it's the business that we have, our family, I mean, everything about who we are and what we've done has been impacted by the people here at Grace Bible Church. Man, that'll get you fired up. Yeah, if, if you're just starting to come to Grace Bible Church, yeah. your life's gonna change, yeah. get involved. I think that has been the key. I mean, we you can come, and there are probably people at Grace Bible Church that have been here 20 years, and they show up on a Sunday, and then they go home, and they they haven't found the ability to bravely and courageously kind of reach out to somebody. Maybe they're waiting to be reached out to. And, and of course, we hope that happens, but, sure, but yeah. sometimes, you know, we're, we fail in that. So to be brave, to reach back out, um, if you're willing to be involved, God will change your life uh, mm. through the fellowship of being in the midst of His people. Amen, man. Well, um, Kim, I have so much fun serving with you. You and I usually get to sit next to each other in staff meeting, and I <laughs> really appreciate that. Uh, and thank you for your passion and for the way that the Lord has been able to use you. I, I do give all glory to the Lord. I mean, He uh, He works through us, um, and in particular ways, you have um, you have been an, inc an incredible uh, blessing to me and to my family. Um, and I'm just grateful for you. You know, it's so fun to have have the longevity of being here, but to see that, you know, people come and go, pastors come and go, mm -hmm. staff changes, uh, people move in different locations. But what's really cool is that this is the Holy Spirit's church. Right. And it's been such a delight under his leadership to to be able to embrace people who come and go and be embraced and to know we have that in common. But I will say that this is probably, of all the seasons, this for me, ministry-wise, has been the greatest delight of being part of Grace Bible Church. It's just such a neat group of people who are serving together 
there is such a love for God's people that permeates this particular group of leadership. And so um, I, to be a recipient of that, but then also get to participate, it's kind of fun. So we have a little, we can have a little mutual <laughs> love fest, a little fan fest here going. But how fun that I see that just rippling through uh, Grace Bible Church at large. And so it's a good, it's a good time to have a good time to be in God's house together. It's Grace a good Bible time Church. to have a good time. Yeah. I like that. Well, Kim, thanks again. Appreciate you being here. Delighted. Well, I'm here with Ben Dotson. Ben, thanks for for being here. We're looking forward to hearing you preach on Sunday and getting to continue the book of John together. Um, If you could maybe just help us and encourage us as we're preparing for Sunday, um, what are some things you can can tell us about what we're going to hear, what we're going to be looking at, and maybe just some ways we can prepare as we come? Yeah, so um, I think a great way to always prepare is to be ready to lay yourself bare. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see and ask the Spirit of God to come and, and work in your life and, and let the Word of God do that. Yeah. So hopefully what you'll hear um, more than just my voice is the Word of God yeah. and that uh, it will be done clearly. Hmm. Um, so what we're going to be looking at, I think, that will be helpful or, or just be ready for is that we're going to be looking at several questions to ask ourselves. So mm-hmm. be ready to um, put your thinking cap on. Uh <laughs> a self-assessment cap on, um, and then be ready to uh, rejoice in the hope of, of Christ. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so we're we're beginning John chapter 4, we're talking about the, the, the Samaritan woman at the well. Um, kind of ends with her, you know, going and running into the, and what does she say? She She's like, come see the man. What'd she say? Yeah, come see the man who's told me all that I ever did. Yeah. Is he the Christ? Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty fascinating. I mean, when he kind of lays out the things that she's done, um, there's a stark contrast there because of who he is and then what who she is and what she's done, and yet he's offering her eternal life. Um, we kind of have an opportunity uh, like her uh, this Sunday as we, uh, we we always reach a portion of our service where we'll talk about our sin, talk about our dependence on Christ. But this Sunday in particular, we're going to we're gonna do a, a reading of a prayer um, together as we confess. And so just like her saying, hey, this man's told me everything I've done, um, we are going to confess that we've done a lot of things as well, and there's nothing good that we can do to overcome those things. Uh, but we will be uh, able to, to confess our dependence on Him as a, as a body, and then to be reminded of the one who gives us eternal life and gives us quenches our thirst, will never thirst again uh, because of him. So, uh, well, Ben, praying for you as you're getting ready for Sunday. Thank you. Um, really grateful for you and uh, for our friendship and for uh, what the Lord will do uh, in his church this Sunday. Yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs>